Hello and welcome back to There Will Be Spoilers, 100 Films, 100 Podcasts, Rundown Edition. <gasps> the Rundown. My name is Matt Bazell. And my name is Ethan Knight. And this is part 17 of 20 segments of The Rundown. <laughs> Not many left. No, we're just about there. But these things, as we know, get longer and longer. So I think we should just jump right into it. Yes. Number 100, Ben-Hur. Uh, Ben-Hur is about uh, swords and sandals and Jesus on the side. Number 99 is Toy Story. Hey, do you remember that movie? It's like a Pixar one. It's about toys. Yeah, of course you do, because they just made a fourth one. Are you kidding? <laughs> this thing's a cash cow now. Uh, number 98, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, this is a lot of singing and dancing, and the only black person is a butler. Not good. Number 97 is Blade Runner. It's very atmospheric very environmental film that has a plot but people really i think glom onto it because of the environments and the scenes uh number 96 do the right thing uh this is about riots and pizza and race and yeah tension <laughs> number 95 the last picture show is about the dying gasps of a texas town it's filmed in black and white and Sam the, Sam the Lion. <laughs> Number 94, Pulp Fiction. This is Quentin Tarantino being Quentin Tarantino. It's a bunch of little stories that all interweave together. Woohoo! Number 93 is The French Connection. It is the car chase movie. It's also the one where they find the drugs in the door, and it's picking your toes in Poughkeepsie. Uh, Number 92, Goodfellas, which teaches us that cocaine is a hell of a drug. Number 91 is Sophie's Choice. It's a story of a mother who has to choose between her two children and the resulting emotional trauma afterwards, and Stingo. Uh, number 90, Swing Time, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, that's all you need to know. Number 89 is The Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis is a ghost. The little kid, whose name I forgot, can see ghosts. Big reveal. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, 88, Bringing Up Baby, Catherine Hepburn. Uh, and really big cats of all kinds. Women... Actual big cats, Cary Grant. Are you comparing women to big cats? Yes. Hmm. Well, maybe <laughs> mark that one down for you. <laughs> Number 87 is 12 Angry Men. It is basically the story of a potential hung jury that then all sways to innocence to save a young man's life. Uh, number 86, Platoon. This is the one with Willem Dafoe and Charlie Sheen. Uh... And this Martin is Sheen or Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, so th this is how we will uh, distinguish the Vietnam movies. This one has Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh, I think there's better ways to distinguish between those two movies. <laughs> true. One, one is very good. That's true. And one of them is not as good. Number 85, A Night at the Opera. It's a Marx Brothers film. Saw this on TV recently. And you know what? Sat and watched another half hour of it because this movie is awesome. And it's the best of the Marx Brothers films that we've seen on this list. That's true. Number 84, Easy Rider, Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper. They ride motorcycles and do manly things uh, to get to New Orleans to do drugs. Well, and Mardi Gras. And Mardi Gras. Number 83 is Titanic. It is the love story set in the middle of a calamitous event. And it really tries to pack a, a, you know, suspense movie and a romance movie into one film. And that's why it's so long. 
Number 82, Sunrise, which now has a subtitle on my list, A Song of Two Humans, uh, which is our silent film, the earliest film on this list. Number 81, Spartacus. This is a Kubrick film about a slave uprising, a bunch of gladiators trying to take on the Roman Empire. Number 80, The Apartment. Uh, This is a Jack Lemmon movie that teaches us that you should not rent out your apartment to your office mates so that they can fuck in it. It's a bad idea. Number 79 is The Wild Bunch, the first of our deconstructive westerns on this list, where at the end, everyone is killed, and it's just a whole bloodbath, and we're not supposed to feel good about it, because, you know, the West was not a good place. No. Number 78, Modern Times. This is Charlie Chaplin. Uh, I think our first Charlie Chaplin film on the list, where he literally becomes a cog in the machine of capitalism. Number 77, All the President's Men. This is the film about the Watergate scandal and how we eventually got Nixon out of office. And let's take notes. (laughs) Number 76, Forrest Gump. And just like that, people got mad at shoes. Number 75, In the Heat of the Night, is a story about a murder and how two men of different races have to come together to solve the crime and gain a little bit of respect for each other. Number 74, The Silence of the Lambs. Jodie Foster investigates a murder with the help of Anthony Hopkins. But he's really not on screen that much. But he did win the Oscar. Number 73, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. We've kind of been lumping this in with the deconstructive westerns, but I think it's the least of the deconstructive in that we're talking about aging gunfighters, but we're really not completely disabusing ourselves of ideas of western gallantry, right? I mean, they eventually are going to go down in a hail of bullets, and there is sort of a gunslinger nobility to that. So not fully deconstructive. Cool. Number 72, The Shawshank Redemption. This is uh, the first of our Stephen King adaptations here. Actually, maybe the only of our Stephen King adaptations here. Uh, About uh, what's his name that's in prison and he digs his way out. Number 71, Saving Private Ryan. This is the quintessential World War II film, Spielberg. And it's about D-Day. And that's why I think most Americans really only understand that part of the war. Number 70 is Kubrick again, A Clockwork Orange, uh, which is all about ultraviolence and uh, behavioral experiments. Number 69 is Tootsie, or Dustin Hoffman, dressed up a woman to make sure feminism gets done in the early 80s. It's a very issue-filled film, but there are parts that I think are still okay. Number 68 is Unforgiven. This is Clint Eastwood's last Western, so another deconstructive Western. Number 67, Who's Afraid of a Virginia Wolf, is basically a filmed play, and it's about the hollow and terrible lives of shallow people, also known as academics. (laughs) Number 66, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is Indiana Jones. Uh, It it apes the uh, serial adventure stories of the 30s. Woohoo! Number 65 is The African Queen. This is Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. It's probably the film I most want to rewatch on this list because of my love of those two actors. And it's about them falling in love and sinking a Nazi. No. Yeah, a Nazi warship. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 64, Network. Uh, this is a very strange film about television and media and a man who's mad as hell. Number 63 is Cabaret. It's kind of a romance story, but it's more about the rise of the fascist party in the background of all these people just trying to while away their time and have spectacle take up the place of real meaning in their life. 
Number 62, American Graffiti. This is George Lucas's only film that's not Star Wars uh, about growing up in cars and California. It's good. Maybe you should should stay with Star Wars. (laughs) Number 61 is Sullivan's Travels. It is about a movie exec or producer who goes out on a lamb to try to learn to be a poor person and how that is. And he falls in love along the way. Go figure. Uh, Number 60, Duck Soup. This is Marx Brothers again. It's pretty indistinguishable from the other Marx Brothers film, except that it's less good. (laughs) Number 59 is Nashville. This is about if it's a film where everyone goes to, you guessed it, Nashville. A bunch of different stories that congeal around each other and ends in a violent shooting. You know, I'm still not entirely certain on this one. I forgot that it even had a shooting. I erased that one from my memory pretty quickly. It was like the last two minutes of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Number 58, this is Charlie Chaplin's Gold Rush. It's a Charlie Chaplin movie. It's pretty funny. Number 57, Rocky. Buster Stallone's masterpiece of a sports film. I think it's still the greatest sports film of all time. And it has a lot of nuance that apparently the other films do not. Uh, Number 56, Jaws. The film by which... I judge all other films. Steven Spielberg's messy production uh, about a giant shark that consumes everything, which is also capitalism. Number 55 is North by Northwest. Had a conversation about this film recently because this is a Hitchcock film. And I think it's the worst one I've seen on the list. (laughs) It's where Cary Grant is a... Hold on. Cary Grant is an action hero. Let's start there. Then he gets (laughs) chased by a biplane who tries to shoot him for no reason except for the fact that they wanted that to be a tornado, so they had to kind of figure out how to deal with that. <laughs> and doesn't he... Cl- this is the one where he climbs up the... The faces of the faces Mount Rushmore. Of, of Mount Rushmore, yes. It's it's wild. It's dumb. Uh, number 54 is MASH, uh, which is about the Korean War, not the Vietnam War, but it's really about the Vietnam War, and the TV show is just better. Number 53 is The Deer Hunter, where De Niro goes out to hunt deer as you know but really it's about russian roulette and christopher walken not making it out of vietnam it's another vietnam one in that this one we just distinguish it by who's in it and this one does not have willem dafoe uh number 52 taxi driver another vietnam-esque film this one again with de niro uh this time he's a vet and is not well i mean that's also the deer hunter (laughs) you just described the deer hunter again yeah, except this time he's in the city. And what does he do for a living? He drives a taxi. Oh, there we go. We got there. <laughs> Maybe I should tell what the fuck he does. It's in the title. Number 51 is The West Side Story. This is Romeo and Juliet as a more modern, you know, we're kind of removed from that situation now, but more modern situation. I actually think it's more heartbreaking than the original play. Fair. Number 50, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, the most recent film on the list. Uh, a magical creature goes on a magical journey to destroy a magical object and save a magical world. Number 49 is Intolerance. This is that multi-plotted film where we see throughout the ages all instances of intolerance. I suppose it's supposed to make us feel more tolerant or advocate for that, but I really don't think that comes through so well. No. Number 48, Rear Window. This is Hitchcock again with James Stewart, uh, where he's a voyeur and solves a murder. Number 47, A Streetcar Named Desire. Tennessee Williams' play, Marlon Brando, starring about domestic violence and the subjugation of women. Uh, Number 46, It Happened One Night. 
What happens in this movie? Every time. Every single time. I never remember this one. I never Walls remember of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. That yes, they but why did the is there are they I want you to spell they, it out. I'm keeping all this in. Why are they together though in this movie? Okay, you remember she's an heiress? She's an heiress, yes. And she, oh she wants to she wants to slum it and she slums it with Clark Gable. And maybe well, well, or is that no, you're kind of you're kind of getting Sullivan's Travels mixed up. Uh, yes, I mix this one up with Sullivan's Travels. I never remember what happens in this movie. She's running away from her marriage, her yes. engagement. Okay. And Clark Gable's a reporter, and okay. his job is to get the scoop on her. And they stay together for you guessed it one night. Oh, it and happened he one falls night. In, falls in and love with her. Love. Yeah. Why can't it's like I didn't watch this one. <sighs> <laughs> I did. I sat and watched it. Number forty-five is Shane. It is a Western film about a gunfighter who has to go back to life one more time to save people that he has come to care about. Uh, number 44, The Philadelphia Story, one that I also often forget the plot of. Uh, but this one is another screwball comedy with Cary Grant, Katherine Hepburn, and Jimmy Stewart. Uh, they all try to date each other, and they end up with the right people at the end. It's Midsummer's Night, basically. Yeah, Midsummer Night's Dream, yes. Number 43 is Midnight Cowboy. It's another heartbreaking story about a man who goes to New York, tries to become a male gigolo, and Dustin Hoffman dies at the end in a very sad way. Sad. Number 42 is Bonnie and Clyde. This one doesn't have a happy ending either. (laughs) It's about the bandits. They get shot to death at the end. Number 41, King Kong. Really impressive action film that I think sets the stage for a lot of our modern action films with limited technology however king kong fights a t-rex it's amazing uh number 40 the sound of music uh the classic julie andrews musical about children and fleeing nazis and is is truly a uh musical worth watching number 39 dr strangelove this is a satirical film also by kubrick about the inevitable nuclear holocaust that we'll experience <laughs> number 38 the treasure of the sierra madre this is humphrey bogart again uh doing a sort of pseudo western um pseudo explorer film uh, they're out after treasure treasure uh and they i don't think anybody gets the treasure at the end no it goes to the wind it's about greed number 37 the best years of our lives is a post-world war ii film about the lives of several different veterans who come home and try to deal with their experience in many different ways, right? Really not so much about the trauma necessarily, more so about acclimating to a civilian lifestyle again. Uh, Number 36, the bridge on the river Kwai. Obi-Wan Kenobi has to build a bridge and he does it in the British way with a stiff upper lip. Number 35 is Annie Hall. This is a, I mean, hipster romance, I think is a pretty good way to encapsulate Mm, it. Yeah. It's kind of poisonous in a lot of ways and leads me to not really enjoy it. Number 34 is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the only animated feature on this list. It's well, non-computer animated. Non-computer animated. It's pretty. It's fun, I guess. Number 33, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. This is Jack Nicholson in the mental institution where he is faking a condition to get out of jail time and then actually comes to endear himself to and with these other people who are who residing here. And uh, you know what? doesn't end well for him. He gets lobotomized. Number 32, The Godfather Part 2, we didn't watch yet. Number 31, The Maltese Falcon. Humphrey Bogart again. 
in a classic noir film where we're looking for that Maltese Falcon, that MacGuffin. Uh, number 30, Apocalypse Now. This is the uh, Vietnam movie with Martin Sheen and Robert Duvall. And it's very good. It's the heart of darkness. Yeah. Number 29, Double Indemnity. This is another noir film, but we are following the actions of ostensibly our villain and the Black Widow that causes him to, well, incites him. I wouldn't say causes. He makes his own choices. Incites him to commit some of these crimes. Number 28, All About Eve. This is uh, about uh, the cutthroat world of movie stars and aging uh, movie stars, female ones. Number 27 is High Noon. This is a film about a guy who's put up his badge and then some bad guys are coming back that he put away. He's got to put back on the badge, put his marriage on hold to a woman who's half his age and (laughs) takes place in roughly the runtime of the film, Black Hat, White Hat. Number 26, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Jimmy Stewart goes to Washington. He's a Boy Scout. He has to fight for what's right. Number 25, To Kill a Mockingbird, which we all know what it's about, but on a closer viewing, really giving Atticus Finch too much credit for the whole you know, equal rights thing because he's really not doing that. He's kind of just doing his job and it's really not going out of his way in any way. So he's actually got a sort of a, an issue with uh, with race. Uh, number 24, E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh, an alien comes to Earth, befriends a little boy, uh, and then goes home. Number 23, the Grapes of Wrath. A family of Okies goes to try to make a living. Where do they go? <laughs> California, right? Uh, yeah, they go to California to try so. to pick oranges and stuff. Doesn't go well for them. And there's a crime. And it's really about just dismal darkness and sadness and depressing, crushing poverty. Number 22, Some Like It Hot. This is Marilyn Monroe. Uh, what is she doing in this one? She's trying to get married. Oh, she's trying to marry a millionaire, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't there a Marilyn Monroe movie called How to Marry a Millionaire? Anyway. Yes. <laughs> this is a Marilyn Monroe movie. There's, there's a sexy lady and men and that's, yeah. Wait, which one's the sexy lady? Jack Lemmon? Yes. Jack Lemmon is such a sexy lady. Just checking. Number 21 is Chinatown. This is Jack Nicholson in a colorized, well, it's not, it's in color. It's not colorized. Noir with a really twisted ending about incest and murder. It's very good. Uh, Number 20, It's a Wonderful Life. It's Christmas time. Do I really need to explain this movie to you guys? Come on now. Number 19 is On the Waterfront. This is Marlon Brando basically doing the prequel to Rocky in a lot of ways. (laughs) I mean, for what inspired people enjoy it, the film itself, I could take a leave. Uh, Number 18, The General. Um, I got to remember what happened in this movie. Yeah, it's a misleading title, but... Buster Keaton. What What happens in this movie, Matt? Trains, lots of trains. Oh yes, the general. This is the train movie, right? Uh, uh, Buster Keaton wants to join the Civil War, but he can't, so he works the train, and then he becomes important in the war and does things with trains. And there's an explosion, and the, yeah, if you like trains, this is the movie for you. Number seventeen is the Graduate. Dustin Hoffman is seduced by an older woman, nearly ruins his life. 
falls in love with her daughter, and they run away together without really considering the implications of that action. Uh, number 16, Sunset Boulevard. Uh, this is... Oh, this is when she's ready for his her close-up, Mr. DeMille. This is uh, the, the screenplay writer who moves in and lives with the aged uh, film star, who, of course, is nuts. Doesn't end well for either of them. Number 15 is 2001 A Space Odyssey. I think it's our last Kubrick film on the list, in which we chart the journey of human progress across many thousands of years and it feels like a lot of that time yes and that's all we've got that's we've done it that's oh installment 17 it's now <laughs> roughly 20 minutes long we're in the end game now we're in the end game now i need to see that movie but that's neither here nor there <laughs> all i'll say left is i've been map and i'm ethan knight and there will be spoilers there will be spoilers there Will Be Spoilers, 100 Films, 100 Podcasts, was created and hosted by Matt Bazell and me, Ethan Knight. Matt Bazell produces our episodes each week. Our music was created by the strange and unusual Breakmaster Cylinder, who you can find all over the internet. Our artwork was created by Becca Knight, who can be found on Twitter at Becca the Knight, and that's Knight with a K. You can follow There Will Be Spoilers on Twitter at SpoilersCast. You can hear more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. If you like our podcast, you can support us on Patreon for $5 a month at patreon.com slash spoilerscast. Your donation gives you access to two extra bonus episodes a month. Thank you for listening, and please tune in next week for more spoilers. Spoilers.